From the PSIA, AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Today we're talking about training with PSIA, AASI Director of Education, Dave Schuling. Dave, always great to chat with you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, George. Always a pleasure to chat with you as well. So, Dave, we're doing a certification preparation series with Stephen Helfenbein. Today, you and I were going to talk about training, the importance of training when you're not necessarily in a certification track. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think just in, in the general spirit of of making oneself better, uh, better, you know, in, in their skiing and riding ability, and also the ability to 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 share learning with others or create create a learning environment. It's uh, it's something that um, I think. Many of us, as instructors, um, share that passion for learning, and and therefore, um, whether or not we're on a certification pathway or not, um, stand stand on the on top of our game is is what training is all about. You know, I've been doing this job for thirty years. I love it. Uh, you know, there's really nothing you can teach me to to help me get any better. I'm having fun doing what I'm doing, and. And I go home at the end of the day happy. Why should I attend training? Um, you know, we we certainly get some people that um, that make mention of that, or you know, I get I get all of the uh, guests and clients that that I could possibly want and have, and um, they seem to be happy, and I'm happy. So, so why would I why would I make myself better? But it seems as though, I mean, in any given moment. Even you know, every time I go out on the snow, it's there's something to learn, and um, and I think having that having that mindset of being open enough to to allow that to happen, um, I think is the spirit of everything. And I, a lot of times, um, if someone has not attended training for quite some time, um, and they go out and experience it, you know, time and time again. Certainly, when I'm out out and about, um, similar. I think similar revelations happen. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot, you know, just just how much fun it is to either simply ski with peers or watch somebody else, or or uh, or just get out there and get slightly out of my comfort zone and, and be reminded what learning's all about. Because um, when we can do that, we um, you know we're grounded back to what our guests are going through every time they they come out for a lesson. You know, one thing I really feel with the training experience, Dave, is Yes, I'm really learning something every time I go out, but there's also a real camaraderie building during training that I think is pretty special. Absolutely. You know, we just finished a busy time of the uh, of the season, actually the, probably the busiest at most resorts, and um, and I just got off snow about an hour ago with a group of people who had been kind of working really hard, some, some for almost a month straight. And, um, you know, a couple of them just made the comments like, you know what, this is today's for me and today's for, you know, reconnecting with, with my peers from the locker room. We've, we've kind of been in the trenches, so to speak, teaching and, and, uh, working really hard. And, and she was just super excited to just get out and, and, and rip around with, with some friends and, and work on her own skiing. Yeah. That's so great to hear. And, I guess another thing that pops into my mind too with the the very experienced instructors is having them out in a training group. Uh, 
they can contribute so much and, and really help everyone else in there uh, learn from their perspective. Oh, totally. I mean, it really turns into an awesome collaborative environment because you have such a wealth of experience where uh, oftentimes someone is just kind of picking the run or, or picking the focus of the direction and then, and then off you go. And the, the flurry of conversations that just spark up as soon as, um, you know, come to a stop or, 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 um, take a break for a second or, or get on the chair. It's, it's kind of neat to see that. The other piece that's really cool is when you've got the seasoned veteran, um, veteran and really experienced instructors out there, what it does for the general morale, um, of, of maybe instructors who aren't as experienced or are really new, like, let's just face it, like the new hires, they see the people that are out there, um, working hard and working on their own skiing and their riding. And it's, it's inspirational to see that, um, the folks that have been around for quite a while are, are out there getting after it themselves and, and, um, and learn and constantly learning. I think that's the general theme of things is, is that we're always, um, always seeking to learn, make ourselves better. Give us some uh, perspective on, you have been teaching all day. I'm tired at the end of the day. There's a group going out. I'm kind of teetering one way or the other. How can we get the most out of those afternoon training sessions? You know, I think a lot of, a lot of the focus there is, um, is maybe not necessarily so much on, um, or, or so heavy on specific content, but just, it could be just a very simple light focus or something to think about or to call out something that they might be working on in their own riding and skiing. Uh, and just to keep it as light as possible and, or at the very least, Hey, you know what, we're going to just, we're just going to go out and we're going to make some turns together and, um, and make it just really more all about that because let's face it, um, you know, some of the best, Learning and training has, has been with very little talk. I think we're, <laughs> as instructors, I think we're, we're used to um, feeling as if we, we are presenting information or talking a lot, um, but uh, you, don't, you don't really learn anything in, unless you actually get after it and do it. And some of the best training is just when it's been more of a rip session with a real soft focus and um, the ability to get a lot of mileage in in a short amount of time and um, it, it certainly increases the enthusiasm. And um, oftentimes, I think as we've seen over and over again, yeah, you're exhausted and uh, at the end of the day, but the ability to kind of get the wind back in your face and, and let them run a little bit more um, can be is, is exhilarating and um, is oftentimes exactly what you need to kind of refresh and regroup after a long day on the hill. I like what you said, soft focus. So there doesn't need to be just a very strict structure to our training all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I've always believed um, that, you know, you training and, and, and working on something and learning, you know, that, that you want to have a purpose and something behind that. And I think a lot of, um, you know, a lot of training folks out there will also say in terms of the ski school environment that um, 
there actually has to be a specific focus, but it certainly can be something that's, that's, that's very soft, whether it just be, you know, what do you want to ski or snowboard to, to be able to do, you know, what are you trying to get that thing to do the tool that's in the snow, the ski and or the board snow interaction. It could be as simple as that. And, or it could be kind of body focused, fundamental focused on, um, you know, what you're trying to do to actually achieve and get that ski or board to do what you want to do. It's simple, something as simple as that. Um, and then the key is, is to then, um, you know, I think maybe newer instructors feel like, okay, what's next? I've got to, I've got to add on to something. I've got to add more content to it. It's uh, that's, that's, that's actually now is the time to keep that simple soft focus and get a ton of mileage in a whole variety of different, um, you know, environments, different types of terrain and snow and, and really explore that one simple focus. I think uh, maybe newer instructors kind of miss that simplicity piece that mileage is key. Now, Dave, there's something you just said that I really liked. You said ski and snowboard kind of in the same sentence. I really think there's a value to skiers and snowboarders going out and clinicking together when it's not necessarily an exam focused training. What do you think of that? I would agree with you, George. In fact, whether it's exam focused or not, I think that interaction is is awesome. I mean, um, we're talking about the tool, the sliding device, interacting with the snow, and if we if we start to um, think about the performance of that tool in the snow, and then we start there at snow level and work up the body, uh, it's a you know, yeah, you know the the similarities and when you look at the snow and you look at the arcs of the snow and the tracks in the snow, um, it's sometimes it's hard to distinguish, um, with the exception of, of one track versus, you know, two skis in the snow. Um, you know, what tool actually made that track? And, you know, a a lot of it has to do with skis having deeper side cuts now and, and, um, and more, more carving happening and things like that. So when you start to think about um, the turn or the shape or the size and, and then uh, in trying to get that snowboard or ski to do what it needs to do. And you start to think about what the body needs to do to make that happen. um, You know, skiers and snowboarders can very easily uh, look at each other and, and ask questions much like we do in movement analysis when we were in the evaluation area where we're thinking about a cause and effect relationship is I saw the board or skis do this or make this shape or, um, and then start to back into that and and ask your question, well, why did that happen? Why did the board do this at this particular part of the turn? And usually what we do is we obviously we look, start to look up the body to figure out what, what movements happened or didn't happen to make that performance in the skier board outcome. So we're really kind of talking about cross training here, right, Dave? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so there's a versatility piece when you think about, about training, um, you know, whether we're interacting with, you know, like we just talked about a, a training scenario where you have skiers and snowboarders together. It's, it's also incredibly valuable to, um, 
to jump on another uh, sliding device from time to time, if not even trained to that. I've, I've always found a ton of value in, um, in my own versatility, not only in the physical ability to do the other sport, but also just in terms of how I interact and engage with a wider variety of people. I think when either it's a training scenario where we, you can have multidiscipline instructors working together, even if it's not necessarily uh, technically focused, it can simply just be in how another person sets up the learning environment, facilitates the learning, um, you know, uh, and, and we can learn from each, you know, skiers and snowboarders and others can kind of learn from each other in that aspect of things is, is how we teach. Literally, it just, it's as simple as that is, is um, the more we can expose ourselves to a wider variety of, um, of teaching styles and approaches to creating learning, uh, again, also just simply keeps us on our game, keeps us on our toes and, and, and hungry to, to learn more. You know, I also really see a, a sense of camaraderie when I see the different disciplines out together. Sometimes on a Saturday, Sunday afternoon, I'll set a race course for the staff or we'll go out in the bumps for video. And I love it when someone shows up on their skis and we've got alpine and snowboarders together and we've got the three disciplines out there. It's just, it's exciting. It's fun. And we just all kind of come together and it's a great experience. I couldn't agree with you more, George. I mean, it's, 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 it's awesome. We're kind of, kind of breaking down those, uh, <laughs> the, the, those older school thoughts or barriers of, uh, you know, the differences between ski and snowboard. There's, I think I'm hearing, hearing less jokes about the other discipline, you know, <laughs> in the locker room these days, because <laughs> people are, are certainly recognizing, um, you know, the value of everything that we're doing. And certainly the, the growth of what the guest is wanting to do um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you slide on. All sliding is good sliding. And Dave, any words in summary as we wrap up? Well, I think just um, as we, as we've been talking, uh, you know, we can we can go through a pretty long stretch where. We've been teaching a lot. We've been on the hill a lot. We've been kind of pulled in, in, in multiple directions. And, um, you know, it's there. there's a saying that Amy Gann uh, and crew from the East talked about. Amy Gann's one of our snowboard team members. And it's a hashtag, where were you at three? And at the end of a long day, um, um, a group out there and with Amy decided that at the end of every day, they were all going to get together and at least have one run. And obviously at three o'clock was the time when they were going to get together and they started hashtagging and, and posting pictures on Instagram. And so I think it's just good to remember that we're going to, we're going to take a moment for ourselves every day if we can. And then in the greater theme of training is, um, is to use that, you know, again, for yourself, but also um, to, to, to create those tighter bonds with your, your comrades in the, in the locker room and, 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 um, and keep the learning going, keep, keep the spark for learning going and, and, and keep it exciting because, uh, the more that we get ourselves out there and, and do that, the more we inspire that passion, um, directly to our guests. 
PSIA ASI Director of Education, Dave Schuling. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, George. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Thanks so much for listening to First Chair.